Hey, Luke. What's up, bro? How do you know that the Easter Bunny is really smart? I don't know. Because he's an egghead. This week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, Smurfs, The Lost Village, The Origin of Easter, and Samurai Jack, Season 5, Episode 4. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic, throw stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Yes, ladies and uh, gentlemen, welcome to uh, Easter uh, special episode of American American Digital Citizen. Is that our <laughs> our our, our uh, new uh, name for some reason? I I have no clue why I said that. Let's try that again. Welcome to another digital citizen, American digital citizen. I, I have no clue where that came from. Uh, maybe because it's just me and you here. Look, hi, look. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah, maybe because, that's it. Yeah. It sounds like it a clothing it, apparel line. <laughs> it, does, right. it does. It sounds like something you could wear. American digital citizen. Uh, so, why isn't Tilla here? Well, she's a silly goose. Uh, why do I say that she's a silly goose? Because, what do you know what she forgot today? She forgot her own birth... Uh, not her own birthday, but her, her own boyfriend's birthday. So... That's right, I that's guess. Pre- that's pretty silly goose. If you look up the definition... In, in in a dictionary and look up uh, silly goose there's just a picture of Tilly there uh, on 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 pm uh, she, she's like yeah tell everybody how how a silly goose I am and I I'm like don't worry about that I will tell the audience how, how silly you are you're so silly that you forget your own boyfriend's birthday that's pretty silly <laughs> That's well, happy birthday, Dick! If he's listening, yeah. I guess. Yeah, happy yep. birthday, Dick! Still, still the best name in history. Why do you have to be born today? Ruin the show? But no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for being born on this day, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> like he could 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 control that at all. <laughs> right. Oh, it's it's long. 
Uh, to your and my birthday. It's it's shorter to yours than mine, I guess. But uh, I don't. Still, um, still a long time. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty close though. Our birthdays are fairly close, but yeah, yeah we got a ways yeah. to go. My dad's birthday was this week. I did dad birthday stuff this week. Oh. I'm gonna do a party this weekend for him. He's seventy, so that's Ooh. pretty. Yep. Getting there. <laughs> Yep. You know, you know? Busy week this week for me. Like uh, we did the show on Thursday, and then wrestling all weekend, and then getting ready for the show, and then uh, dad birthday stuff. So busy week for me this week. Uh, but uh, hey, tell me about uh, Germany. Uh, there has been a social media firm there that uh, faces huge hate speech fines. Why and how? Actually, all social media firms. Oh. So, you know, Facebook, Twitter, oh, Snapchat, yeah, yeah. Okay, Google, all these now. things. Right. Ger- the German ministers have approved plans to find these social media platforms uh, if they fail to remove hate speech, which we talked about the last two weeks in America, yeah. talking about the Google stuff and what they consider hate speech last week we found out is not really some, it can just be a dissenting view to the, uh, normal regular, regular media. Right. But they're saying, um, it could be a fine of up to $53 million. Okay. So I I don't think they're going to be, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, uh, of money to dish out for base. I mean, if it's on like, YouTube or some or Facebook, they can only police that stuff so much. Uh, you know, if they're doing Facebook Live, it goes up live. Like, it would mean they'd have to have people to watch every live feed ever put up. I don't even think that's possible, right? Do you think we will be flagged as? We're not a social media. We're not a social media uh, site. So we're not going to be fined or anything, but if we, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, will, will they will Facebook be fined because of us? Because of uh, because of us, I that's, that's a good question. I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, it seems a little strange, but a little. <laughs> it, it, what Facebook has said, uh, there's a quote here. As experts have pointed out, this legislation would force private companies rather than the courts to become the judges of what's illegal in Germany, Mm. Uh, which is kind of true. You think about it, they're basically policing the internet at that point because they don't want to be fined. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting uh, little story that um, it would definitely have serious impact on the free speech in on it, at least on the internet in Germany. So, that's interesting follow up to the last couple of weeks, I guess. I I I am so worried that 1984 is coming and knocking on our door. It feels more like that every day that goes. Every time I hear news like this, I I I I I can hear George Orwell say saying "Told you so." Right. We I mean we grew up in like a an age of free internet and how long is that going to be around we don't really know i guess it's only it doesn't seem like it's going to be around that much longer i mean when i was younger there was the whole 
Web 2.0 thing. Yeah. You remember this? Everybody thought yeah. there was going to be this Web 2.0. Seems like they're trying to push towards something like that. Some some kind of alternate internet that is policed and uh, only certain things can be allowed on. Only certain people could do certain things on there and it would end up that all the big it would end up like cable tv or something like that eventually i really so. really don't like it i, I yeah really that's not don't. good i really don't the internet is basically the only bastion of free speech left uh, at least here in america so yeah now it's 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 like you said it's scary when Pornhub is fighting more for our rights than uh, normal groups are Right, yeah. Then the government and everything, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we haven't had this uh, intro for long. Should we play it? Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was waiting for, like, saying yes. <laughs> Trump corner! <laughs> ah, Trump news. We haven't had Trump news forever. Has he done anything this week? No. No, no, there wasn't anything in the news this week, but <laughs> nothing about Trump in the news. Even me, that doesn't work. Right. I guess we'll start at the beginning of this. Uh, there was a sarin gas attack in Syria. I'm sure most people have heard about this. Um, yeah, which... because Hitler didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll get into that. Um, but the oh. U.S. responded by bombing military bases uh, or a specific military base in Syria a uh, I want to say Air Force but I think that's US Air Force but yeah uh, they bombed a bunch of planes actually didn't destroy any of the runways so th this military base was up and running again like the next day or a day after yeah so, so the bombings are, are they fucking the bombings blind? were more about uh, according to the Trump <laughs> people the bombings were more about uh intimidation and just saying if you're gonna do this we're gonna do that that kind of thing but it is an interesting um story because syrians and the russians are uh out their allies and wow. there are actually there were russian military at this base mm -hmm. uh at the time so what a surprise that Russia is getting involved in this. I am so... Well, surprised. Syria and Russia have been... Uh, they've been allies for a really long time. Here's the interesting part about this whole thing that everybody seems to be glossing over. Uh, remember how everybody for months and months has been saying that Donald Trump was working with the Russians and that he's uh, a Russian puppet and all this? Don't think so. Would a Russian puppet bomb an ally of... <laughs> no. Of... Russia? Probably not. Uh, okay. And then say that Vladimir Putin was complicit in this because he um, knew about that these chemical weapons were still there, um, mm -hmm. which was said by the Trump people. So, yeah, I and then at least here in America, people are still running with this Russian hacking thing. I'm like, how can you do the two stories at the same time and not Through crack a lines. smile? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now it's it's uh, it's kind of uh, for me it's more irritating than 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 other things because well mostly because of Sean Spicer I mean that man is is one one silly silly goose man 
I mean, like I, I said, we're getting into that, bro. You're oh. skipping ahead in the news. Look down in the news, bro. Look ah, down. Ah, we that? are going to watch that video. Yeah. Ah, yeah. that's cool. But uh, yeah, I, I feel I feel kind of it's it's kind of strange. I've gone from really, really, really hating the Trump administration to feeling kind of sorry for them. It's almost like I I feel like they 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 really have the a bad PR firm behind them. They're, they're just idiots. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we've gotten to this point where it's very clear they have no effing clue what they're doing. Yeah. And he, the other thing is, remember back uh, during the campaigns when Hillary was running and there was the debates and she kept talking about Russia over and over again and me and you were yeah. like, this was way before the Russian hacking, way yeah. before anybody else was talking about Russia on the news, but Hillary yeah. Clinton was talking about it and we're yeah. going, this seems a little weird. And yep. she was talking about how she wanted to have a no-fly zone in Syria, and she wanted to overthrow yep. Assad. This was in the debates. Yep. Um, and now people, Democrats, are really upset that uh, Trump bombed this military base. Yep. Um, which he added another digital citizen. We're totally against war, so bombing <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. whether it's chemical or regular bombs, uh, we we're against that. So don't think I'm that we're saying that. Yeah, so. we're not saying that any of this is good, but no, no, no. We are saying Hillary Clinton w would have done the exact same thing, exactly the same thing. That's and that's she probably would have done it sooner, uh, oh, which yeah. is either oh, yeah, a good yeah. or a bad thing, depending on which side you're coming from. Because um, people have been dying in Syria by the hundreds of thousands for years. Oh, yeah. uh, now they're just responding to it because it's a chemical weapon attack and that's against right. the Geneva Convention. So, No, I, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Hillary would uh, do it the day she's in office, more or less. Because that's all, more or less everything she talked about, about during the election. So right. I don't really, don't, I really don't understand Democrats. I, I, I really don't. Uh, Selective memory. They're like, oh, we're just going <laughs> to pretend that that never happened. You know what I mean? Goldfish, we never goldfish. said that, that we wanted to be in Syria. Never. Never. <laughs> never. No, but, uh, but right. it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting because uh, uh, Theresa May, you know, the uh, English prime minister, and Trump agreed to press Russia now over this. Uh, Syrian crisis, and I, I think it's, I think it's interesting that that it, this is happening, also in the light of the bombings. Well, yeah, this they made it. They had a meeting, basically. Just we're allies with them, so they're saying they're going to back us up. It's not unusual in any way, but no, um, it's there are other countries that are saying that they're they're against the. U.S. bombings, um, right. uh, but most of them are allies with Russia and Syria, so there you go. I mean, we're setting wasn't up for some kind of world war that, here. Yeah, wasn't it China, uh, China Iran, yeah. China, Iran, Syria, Russia, um, they're all kind of together, uh, as far as I can tell, uh, the, uh, on how they feel about this. And then, uh, uh, it's not in the news, but I... China and us are sending troops towards North Korea, like hundreds of thousands of troops and weapons towards North Korea, while this whole Syria thing is happening, which 
if basically if uh, anything else goes down in Syria, we'll end up in a war with not only Syria, but uh, Russia and possibly Iran. So we're talking about the beginnings of a potential world war here. So that's not good. Right. My my girlfriend is more interested in politics than I am. Uh, she she has been uh, she had has uh, been sitting in the in uh, the county council and things like that. Right. Uh, and 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 for for uh, the Labour Party in Nor- Norway. So. Uh, we don't we don't disagree with many things, but we were talking about this yesterday because I was talking about what we were going to talk about on the podcast, and she said something that I wanted to to to, to talk to you about. Does it feel because she 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 thinks that uh, Theresa May and Donald Trump are getting uh, more together because of uh, his involvement with uh, um, uh, Brexit. Uh, I don't know what involvement you're talking about. So well, well, he 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 supported Brexit. He said before Brexit that he wanted. Sure. Uh, he also uh, said he wasn't going to go into Syria at all or, or bomb any. That he also said that. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm just curious because my girlfriend thinks there's a bigger relationships between uh, United Kingdom and and United States than we are seeing because. Trump helped uh, the no no movement uh, in a way uh, saying that he supported it. I think you're giving Trump way too much credit as Maybe. to having some kind of uh, master plan. There is no master plan in the Trump thing. They, from what I'm to understand, he bombed Syria because his daughter was upset about it. That's why he bombed the country. His daughter was like, "Oh no, I'm, I'm. Did you see these pictures? I have, I have kids. These could be my kids." And she, she got upset, so he bombed the country. That's right. So I don't know how much forward thinking there is. I think you're giving Trump way too much credit as far as that goes. There you hear. I mean, there is a yeah. There is a known relationship between the UK and the US because we're allies. Uh, and we, if there's a war, they're going to back us up, and that's just how that's just how that works. But do so, you yeah. think Brexit would be as big as it gotten without Trump? Yes. Really? It was going to happen anyways. It happened before Trump. It I was already happened before Trump. I, I know was it happened before though. Trump, but right. Trump really supported it in his rallies. That's what I'm saying, and and. Uh, I, I, he was on his way to the White House when this was happening. It happened way before he was even, uh, or it was already being brought up way before he was even considered uh, somebody who was a contender, I guess, for it. So, no, I okay, don't think I didn't know that. There were already people that were backing it way before okay. Trump. Yes. I, I didn't know that. No, I, 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 I think it's 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 interesting because I, I kind of like Theresa May. I, I think she's 
she's eloquent. She's good at speaking, and I, I like her tone. I, I just don't think I like her involvement with Trump. But that's well, me. you don't really have a choice when it's the president of the United States. You can't I, just be like, when they're your ally, you're like, uh, no, we're just going to say F you and not talk to you. <laughs> not really how world politics work, but yeah. Hey, talking about Trump Spicer, should we watch that video first? Let's do that, yeah. Uh, okay. So, should we talk a little about this before we play it? Well, this is just another Sean Spicer video of <laughs> him at the press briefings uh, talking about why Donald Trump bombed Syria. So, yeah, yep. go ahead and give us a countdown for hope. In three, two, one, play. I think a couple things. Mm-hmm. You look, we didn't use chemical weapons in World War II. You know, you had a... You didn't? You know, someone as despicable as Hitler, who didn't even say... We didn't. ...to, <laughs> to using chemical weapons. Hitler did. So you have right. to, if you're Russian, That's, yeah. ask yourself, is this a country that you and a regime that you want to align yourself with? What? Uh, you have previously... Is this a country you want to align yourself with, even though you're <laughs> already aligned with them? The use of chemical weapons what is this guy... He, he's going to be fired in a week, am I, it, right? Not only yep. some, but your own word. They cannot keep this guy around and, this like, have Russia any justification. On the line. Um, so it's not a question of how long that alliance has lasted, but at what point do they recognize that they are now getting on the wrong side of history in a really bad way really quickly. And again, look at the countries that are standing with them. Iran. What's Syria, up with this pocket square, by the way? This is not, Why is it just like a piece of paper or like on. a notebook? Um, it's not like, you know, it's usually like a triangle. Uh, no, not this guy. An alliance for them, that the lines that have been crossed are ones that no country should ever uh, want to see another country cross. I'm going to give you the opportunity to clarify something you said that seems to be Thank gaining you. some traction right now. Uh, quote, Hitler didn't even sink to the level of using chemical weapons. Okay. What did you All right. that? I, I think when you come to sarin gas, uh, there was no, he was not using well. gas on his own people the same way that a shot is done. Uh, he clearly, I, he's I, like, I, I no, I, I didn't, I I'm there was dumb, what? In the, in the, he brought him into the, to, what? Um, to the Holocaust Center. I understand that. I I understand, even though I don't, because I said it wrong. That is amazing. I've seen this clip so many times now. (laughs) So, yeah, he says that uh, in World War II, nobody used gas on anybody, which is clearly not true. You know, any history of the Holocaust, but I guess if you're a Holocaust denier or something like that, but... I don't uh, think he's Roman Reigns. Oh wait, no, that was just a sign on, oh, sign wow. on pay per view. Sorry. Poor Roman um, Reigns. Yeah, that happened. I and mean, he came. Uh, he after this, he uh, there were a whole bunch of tweets he came out with that were all trying to correct this, and none of them got it right. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> right, and he's trying to like figure out what to say, and nobody could, because there's nothing you could come back at this with and go, oh well, I no. meant this. I didn't actually mean that. But this is another, like, uh, thing. It's like, don't try to I represent somebody as hit Hitler. It never I, works out good, whether you're a Democrat no. or a Republican. doesn't look good. Like, I, it's, 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 uh, it's so funny. Uh, I, I, we don't need comedy as long as we have Sean Spicer. I mean, stand-up comedians, go home. We don't need you. We will call you when we need you. When Sean Spicer quits, <laughs> it's just 
Oh, I'm sure. Like I said, I'm sure he's going to get fired soon. There's just it's just inevitable. Like he's so incompetent. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they have to have seen this and gone. Okay, this is I mean, if this is wasn't the line after everything else bad and (laughs) stupid, he said, I don't know where the line is. So maybe they will hire Melissa McCarthy just to uh, like have her as Sean Spicer. That would be funny. I wish that would happen in my dream world. That'll, uh, yeah. So, in other news, I, I've seen this other video that we're going to watch about this passenger uh, being removed from the plane. And, um, right. Big news here in America, at least. Yep. United Airline passenger uh, removed from his air uh, from the airplane. Uh, did you do you know why this happened, Fro? Why don't you go yes. into why this happened? Uh, so they were overbooked. The flight was overbooked, and people were asked if anybody wanted or were willing to give up their seat for someone else that paid more. So this uh, that's not actually true. Okay. So uh, okay. what happened is overbooked. When they say that on the news or anything like that, they had four United Airline. Uh, stewardesses or you know uh, staff that needed to fly to get to another airport so that right. they could be on another plane. So it wasn't actually overbooked. They just wanted they needed to get the United Airlines staff onto this plane to get them somewhere else. So right. over it wasn't actually overbooked in any way, and they were offering people um, eight hundred dollars yeah, in compensation. compensation, but only for air for. Uh, United Airlines flights. Um, so this doctor didn't want to take that, and they picked him because his trip was the least expensive one. And the reason why it was the least expensive one is because this doctor had uh, actually uh, paid for his tickets in really far in advance because he was going to do a surgery the day after this was recorded. As I'm to understand, they picked at random using a computer. So I don't, yeah, but the computer takes uh, what they pay in in uh, into account. I yes. no, have yes. not heard that anywhere. So I guess you're oh, gonna okay. have to. I heard that. I don't know if that's 100 percent true, but okay. yes. Uh, Anyways, this Did guy you? was like, uh, not only is he a doctor, he's was 69 years old. So definitely a senior citizen, and uh, he, like you said, he needed to be somewhere to do a, a surgery and be with patients. So kind of important stuff. And then this happened. Uh, why don't you give us a countdown, Fro? Yep. In three, two, one, play. So we see For... an ass. Right. Ass of somebody. And someone screaming. It's the really disturbing scream. Yep. Sounds like a velociraptor from Jurassic Park. And nobody else... The the worst part of this whole video is nobody else can do anything about this. Except for just go, what are you doing, you assholes? Because if you you try to stop them, you're assaulting a police officer and you can go to jail for, like, five years. And then you see this doctor being dragged by his hands through the aisle with his... uh, Um... 
glasses on his nose and his he looks knocked out. Yeah, he he's looks, not. He doesn't look conscious. That right there, that's his. That I think that's his wife, the lady with the purse. Yep. It's walking up right there. Okay. Not sure what happened. And then, right, and then somehow after they dragged him off the plane, he got back on the plane. He's bleeding from the mouth. He's incoherently saying, "I need to get home. I need to get home." What I people are really confused as to what happened here. It even said that in the video right there. Yeah. But it's pretty clear to me what happened. Okay. They hit his uh, when they pulled him out of the chair. They knocked his head on the armrest across the aisle, knocking him out and causing yep. him to bleed from the mouth here. Yep. Probably you know his teeth probably knocked into his lip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tries to get back on the plane because he's looking for his wife. Is what I of think. Course. Does that make of sense? Course. Yeah. And but his wife, we saw in the clip earlier, she went off the plane. He probably ah. didn't know she left the plane, so he's probably trying to get back on the plane to find mm-hmm. his wife. And, and his wife's probably confused. in the airport right now. But he's yeah. all the reason he looks so disoriented is because he realizes he where the hell did my one. wife go? Yep. Right. So you would be totally disoriented because you'd be like, oh my gosh, did they did they also grab my wife and, and do the same thing to her? So yeah, mm-hmm. of course he's going to be frantic and like confused. Where some people are saying, oh, it looks like he has a concussion. I don't necessarily think that. Um, no, I think he he's just, just looks he's, super confused. He's, yeah, he's panicked. He's confused. He's, it's kind of a... Um, it's a post... Some, uh, something very traumatic, you know? So uh, he's frantic. And, at this, and then when he realizes he can't find his wife, that's going to make you even more frantic because... In my mind, the first thing I would think is, oh, my gosh, did they also grab her? And if they did this to me, like, what did they do to her? That that would be automatically going through your mind. So I, I don't know if he got a concussion or what, but this is really bad news for United Airlines. I don't know if I necessarily 100% blame the airline. They definitely are at fault a bit. But, again, something that people seem to be overlooking in this story is this was at Chicago O'Hare Airport. The Chicago police are basically known for being uh, violent. Uh, We've seen it in the past with a lot of different incidents, Um, especially in the past few years with uh, killing unarmed black men. Let let me say it this way. I was not surprised that this was in Chicago, and I'm Norwegian. (laughs) Right. Everybody in the news and all the places I've seen seem to be kind of glossing over the fact that this is in Chicago and the Chicago police have a reputation for this. But again, this isn't there. You can tell there there are some police because when you see the the back when they're walking away, you can see their jackets. It says police right on their jackets. But then the one guy that's not dressed up uh, in his uniform, that guy is obviously TSA or uh, something uh, airport security, something like that. And he's the one that really he was the one that really roughed up the guy. But the police didn't do anything about it. They didn't try to stop him from dragging him. You know what I mean? So talking about police, uh, we are going to say see a last and third video. And uh, what I love most about this is maybe the front picture of this police officer because it's Lake County in Florida. And the logo for (laughs) Lake County, Florida, uh, police has in God we trust in it with Jesus and some bread and some water and some palms and some light. So, 
I don't know if that's Jesus or not. I'm not really sure if that. But uh, In God We Trust is on a lot of police cars. In some places, depending on how liberal or conservative the state or county is, uh, there have been fights against uh, having In God We Trust on your police car because it's it's not a separation of church and state thing. But this video is super creepy. So this um, is from, like you said... So All right. Well, forward. let me do a breakdown, and then we'll, and then we'll talk about it. But this okay. is a, a drug anti-drug PSA public service announce, announcement made by the Lake County Sheriff's Office. Um, before we watch it, Fro, just okay. try to think of other videos this may remind you of, and then when we're done with it, you can tell me what you think uh, okay. those videos might be. But this is anti-drug anti-heroin PSA. So give us a countdown, Fro. Okay. In three, two, one, go. Right, important message from Grinnell. Grinnell. Yep. I'm Lake County Sheriff Peyton Grinnell. Whoa. Over the last Holy month or so, shit. I've had several phone calls from citizens <laughs> in this county so concerned about the number he's of in the middle at a podium talking about heroin. And then on the side of him, there are these masked men with like sunglasses. I am asking They're all. Why does this like, look like ISIS video? Right. That's what I was going to say, bro. You can't and they're all dressed up like the shield for some reason. They all have their guns out and they're all SWAT teamed up. For you. We're coming for you. Whoa. We're coming for you. Our yeah. undercover agents have already bought heroin. <laughs> and then for some reason the camera slowly, <laughs> the camera slowly <laughs> zooms in for like yeah. no reason at all. So to the dealers I say, enjoy looking over your shoulder, constantly wondering shoulder. if today's the day. We come for you. Oh. Enjoy trying to sleep. I love how he's looking off screen. Like he's looking kind of like to the left of the yes. camera the whole time. They didn't think of putting the, the cards below the camera so he could read it at the lens. Now, for some reason, they're zooming back out again. We will charge you with murder. Why does three of them have sunglasses and the one there doesn't have sunglasses? Wow. Wow. For crime tips, call <laughs> 80423 tips. <laughs> so this is like I said, anti anti drug PSA about heroin from Florida. And that, Whoa. like Bro said, looked like <laughs> an ISIS video. Like an ISIS video. <laughs> like they were gonna pull a heroin dealer out and chop his and head shoot off. Shoot him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was scary. Sometimes <laughs> Christian people scare the F out of me. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who if they're oh. Christian, what, what not, but like we said, there there's these four policemen with their uh, ski masks on, like all Holy standing Lord. around him, uh, and he's making this speech about heroin. Very creepy and weird. Like, I understand the tactic they're going for, but this right. is not the way to get rid of heroin. This is not going to help anything. <laughs> no. And I would not be scared of this. I would, I, if I was a heroin dealer, I think I would pretty much laugh. Because well, yeah, you'd be on heroin. You wouldn't like. It didn't look like they could f find my front door. That's for sure. <laughs> that video would not scare me at all. It also shows kind of like uh, from the earlier video with the airplane, the kind of problem of like this macho attitude in policing that is. Right. It is not good, and it doesn't help anything, and it just looks silly. And in this, it looks like 
something out of ISIS. So yeah. Hey, do you like uh, the band Pink Floyd? Sure. Uh, do you like We Don't Need No Education? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's one of their best songs, uh, but it's one of their be- most well-known songs. And it's, it's good, but they have, a, they have a lot of really good songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was thinking that uh, Trumlu is going to tell the truth about education not solving all problems. This is Trumlu Trump Tells the Truth. Yesterday I saw a poster from the Liberal Party of Norway with a big picture of Donald Trump in the middle. It was to promote the party's education politics. And it was quite funny. But I wonder, is education everything? Yes. I feel think people should read, be, be aware of facts and anything, but is education really, higher education really, that can stop fascism and totalitarianism and the alt-right? I don't necessarily think so. During the 30s, the Nazi party in Germany was very high among people who, who was educated. University was full of Nazis. In the 70s in Norway, you had a pro-extreme left organizations during the students also. In France today, a lot of high educated people support Marie Le Pen. Well, is it really enough? There's a lot of values we have to teach the society, and there's a lot of things people in society should read and be educated about. But definitely think that just having a higher education make you or make the society protected against all bad things is wrong. I think people should read more, spread, spread knowledge and so on. But there's some values you have to learn. How to behave against each other, how to be nice against each other. I know this may sound very pathetic, but really, a lot of high-educated people did vote for Donald Trump. A lot of women did vote for Donald Trump. So, what do you think is the problem is? Well, I like the fact that New York now have open higher education for poor people, but I don't think it's enough. I think society now stands for big, very big challenges, and the challenges is not cannot be solved by universities or colleges, only solved by the people in it. So, read more, spread knowledge, but don't sleep and think that some higher education should solve your problems, because it won't. So, if you want to join our Facebook group, you can do that. It's another digital citizen on Facebook, and we have 200 plus uh, members. We're getting close to three. Yeah, pretty be close there right now. Or B square. And, if yep. you're square, and you can send any emails about anything to another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. And we got an email this week from our favorite emailer. What? Yep. Jeremy sent us a email uh, and he says team. I guess that's us. Yep. When you said on the last podcast to send you naked pictures, many visual <laughs> jokes came to mind. I could keep going. Uh, I could keep this going for weeks. However, those jokes don't translate to an audio format. Okay. Damn you all. You have foiled my master prank plan. 
this cannot stand. I will have my revenge, he says. So. Ooh. We are so scared, Jeremy. Shaking in our boots, yeah. We are really shaking our, in our boots there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Someone is going to prank us. Look. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so scared. Email pranks. Mm-hmm. Always the best pranks for an audio podcast. But I, I, I bet you, Jeremy, you will never, ever prank us. <laughs> we'll see. Let's see what we'll see what happens. But hey, you don't you don't like Eurovision, do you? <laughs> That's a good intro. I guess so. I, I I'm not a huge fan. I'm just oh, come not on. my thing. But uh, let's I think talk we've about... gone over this about a hundred times. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's talk about Australia first because I think that's the worst of the two songs. Uh, which one is that? Uh, the uh, the one with the guy that wasn't in friend. What is the name of? The, you never have the names of the songs ready, Fro. You gotta have the. I don't. This is your segment, and you never. I know. Have. It's called Isaiah. Don't come easy, but yes. uh, from Australia. Um. I thought this was better than the other song, so I don't really? know. Yeah, the other song was very bland, and I mean, we this was also bland, but I thought this guy had a better see. voice than uh, the poppiness of the other song, so. Huh. That is so... Uh, I, I think... Uh, he, he, here's the thing. This is the third time uh, Australia is in the Eurovision. I do think they should win, and there's there, there's many reasons uh, why I think this song isn't as good as the two before it. But I think they should win because they they almost won uh, two times in a row. I think they uh, last year they came on second, no third, and the, the year before that there they came in second. So they had second, third, so now they should maybe get one. But I, I find this. Uh, I don't think that's how that works. I think it's who that's the I best agree. song. So. <laughs> but I, I don't, I, I don't especially like this song. I think it's a boring, pop song. I like the lyrics of it. I thought those were well done, and I thought his voice was very unique. I'll okay. say that much. I thought. Um, it felt like something different from everything else we've listened to so far. So, so what will you give it? Uh, I th- I think this one's a contender to be honest with you. So I'll probably go like a four and a half out of ten. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I I'm down there with you. I'm I'm four and a half out of ten. Uh, I think you low. need to go back and listen to all my other reviews. I haven't gone above a four and a half. So. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. That's low, <laughs> low, low in, on my scale. I'm okay. But uh, yeah, then we have France. That is Alma with Requiem. 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 I really, really, really like this song. This is one of my contenders for uh, winning this year. It's not in English, so I'm going to say that it's not going to... Generally... 
they are going to pick something in English. I've noticed. So not really. I don't know. If you listen listen to last year's, uh, wasn't all in English. It was in Ukraine and and English. yeah. Okay. This, this does some... not, This doesn't have any English in it though. It does. It does have uh, English in it. What? Um, I I guess I missed it because I didn't hear it. In the in the in the middle part, she puts oh. in uh, some English in it. But uh, I really like this song, and I think she can sing better than most people in this uh, singing competition. I I think this is a high contender for winning. I'm going to give this a nine out of ten. And I thought this was pretty bland, actually. I thought uh, it felt mm, it didn't feel special. Where the the other song from Australia felt different. It felt unique. This felt very like every other female vocalist song I've ever heard. So uh, I'm gonna give it like a a three, I guess, out of ten. Okay. Uh, so. Uh. I was thinking I was going to let you uh, and uh, Tilly uh, choose which country we're doing next. But since you are the only one here, you get to pick two countries that we're doing next time instead of one. Sure, okay. Um... So I give you the uh, partitions so you can choose two from there. Um, for some reason, when I go to it, it's not the same site anymore that it was. I'm going to the link, and it's like, oh, there we go. They changed, like, the, uh, the format thing. I don't see yeah. the list anymore. Okay. So I don't know. You're, I you guess you're going to have to partitions. pick. You, you, you don't, uh, do you see where it says the feed and where it says partition? Serpents. Yeah, but I don't see the list. Okay, you don't see people uh, underneath. No, it? I see. Uh, I see, but I don't see the list like the same list we saw before. Okay, it's but totally different. Two yeah, choose two countries. I don't. I, I, the, here's the problem. I'm not sure which ones we've done and which ones we haven't done. So, uh -huh. uh, like we, like I said last week, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll just go with something random. Like, have we done Spain? We have not uh, done. Uh, yes, we have. No, we have we done haven't. Spain. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No. Okay. This is why you needed to make a list that said what we have and haven't done. Um, so let's do Spain. Okay, Spain. If if or not, we haven't done it. And then, um, I guess let's see. Uh, Lithuania, I guess? We'll go there. Sure. Lithuania. Why not? I'm just picking at random. I don't even... I, yeah. I'm assuming we haven't done that. No, we Lithuania. have not done Lithuania. Okay. To be, to be completely honest, I'm not sure where Lithuania is either, so... It's in Eastern Europe. I know that. Yeah, I, it's a, it was a part of Russia, I'm pretty sure of. <laughs> that's that's my 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 uh yeah so we will do those two countries that's super cool 
it's getting closer and closer to um, uh, getting there. I really, really, really hope uh, it's going to be uh, awesome. It uh, looks like it's going to be the worst year for Eurovision. But I some say that before. What is funny is that Russia is still on the contender list. So I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> we we should almost listen to that just <laughs> just because. <laughs> All right, yeah, write that down so we remember. Yeah, you should yeah. write down what, what I picked as well because I won't remember. But you're oh, going to send us the links anyway, so yeah. I, I, I have them now, so that's All right. cool. Uh, but uh, I was thinking, uh, something uh, since still isn't there, uh, that uh, we don't speak about uh, when she's online. It's always that we, we, we have some, uh, you and me, we lo- both love the path. Have you seen this last episode of The Path? No, Fro. Yeah. You always do this, but I just woke up. There's no way for me to have possibly seen The Path since it just aired today. Okay. So we will not talk about the last episode of The Path. But, uh, until next week. Yeah, until next week. But I will probably talk about it then because I'm really, really, really stoked. I saw the last episode today. and uh, Yeah, like I... Like we do all the time when we talk about the path, I'm it's always gonna I'm never gonna be up to date because it airs on Wednesday, which is when we record. Right. Uh, it start or it's on uh, Hulu, right? So it's it gets on there in the morning, my time. So whatever one o'clock in the morning, my time, which is I'm already asleep, and then uh, I get up, I wake up, and I start the show. So there's no way for me to have ever seen the most recent path, but. This is the last one, so I will watch it tonight or tomorrow and talk about it next week. Do you have uh, any theories of where it's going? I watched the most recent, uh, well, last week's, uh, yesterday or the day before, and um, uh, it's pretty clear that, uh, well, I guess the end of the one that I watched is where the guy burns this stuff. And so it seems like I'm guessing we're going to have some type of out of the ashes grows this or whatever. And she's uh, she's probably going to realize that Eddie was right. And that, yeah, that's my guess is she's going to back down and be on Eddie's side. And then we're going to have them two against Cal again. But we'll see what happens. Uh, They do a time jump in the last episode. That is maybe one of the best time jumps I have ever seen in those kind of shows. All right, that's they... enough. Don't don't spoil no, no, anything, they... bro. No, no. Okay. Uh, they haven't done anything like that before, was my thing. Uh, so, uh, and they didn't jump long time, so. Yeah, you're going to be okay about what's coming up. All right, have you seen anything else on TV besides I, that? I have. Uh, I've uh, uh, listened. No, I was sorry. I watched uh, uh, some more episodes of Mystery Science Theater as a warm up. It's coming on Monday, isn't it? The new episode? Oh, I, I don't even know. I know it's either this week or next week. I'd have to look that up. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, no, it is so. I I love that show. It's It's. I'm so stoked that I have taken it 
to to uh, return on Netflix. Uh, there's there's of course the danger of it getting uh, bad. There is, but I, I I really don't think so. I there there uh, there are so many things that I want I want uh, I want there to to, to be. And I, I don't think Netflix uh, or or the creators behind a Mystery Science Theater 3000 will let it be bad. I guess it starts on Friday, is what I'm seeing. Uh, so me? in two days. Um, oh, really? In two days? Yes. Oof. Yep, so not Monday. Uh, and... As far as that goes, I mean, have you watched any of the Rift Tracks stuff? Yeah, I love Rift Tracks. And uh, I mean, I don't think the quality went down in that even at the beginning nope. when when it really wasn't like very polished in the yeah. first like few in the first year when they were doing it, uh, it wasn't very polished, and they didn't necessarily a hundred percent have all the people that were. Um, weren't on board for it and things like that. And this has all the, all the people. So that's going to be the most interesting thing. And hopefully it seems like, uh, they wouldn't have a problem because they've, it's not like they're taking, they've taken a huge break. They've been doing riff tracks. So it's not like they're going to be rusty. Um, and the thing about the old stuff is there's a lot of topical humor in it and stuff that, uh, dates itself a bit. Sometimes they're talking oh, about yeah. news events and things that have, and those don't really necessarily translate, but in, unless you were there at the time and you can remember, oh, this happened then, uh, where this will be more current and we'll get more current jo jokes and things like that. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I, I'm, I'm really hoping, what I really hope for is that it's not going to be boring. Like, uh, they, have, they have a cast that is fabulous. I mean, the new cast looks really good. I'm 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 most stoked because of the cast that's coming out uh, in the new one. I have to I have to be honest about that. That tells me that I have thought about it, and it seems like they're not just throwing it out just to just to make money off a off a good thing that has been. I guess we will find out on on Friday. Yep. Are you going to watch it? Uh, sure, yeah. Are you excited about it? Uh, I, I didn't know it was this week, so I, uh, I didn't have time to be excited, but I mean, I'm just, uh, I, a little bit of what you're saying, I'm not 100% sure it's going to be up to the same quality, but we will see, so I'm, I'm reserving judgment. I'm not going to say whether or not I think it's going to be good or not, so... So let's talk a little uh, about uh, you, your favorite show that I really, 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 really like, and that is Big Brother, Big Brother Canada. How good is Big Brother Canada? Uh, I wrote that on my list. Yeah, um, this uh, last week was pretty amazing. Um, oh, so good. And the the there was the one uh, challenge with the the space challenge. It was amazing uh, <laughs> setup uh, in the backyard. It was like yep. this massive wheel that must. It was huge because it had like fifteen people on it, so it must have been gigantic. Oh, 
um, and all the all the distraction things they had in that uh, competition. But uh, it's I, I really like um, everything that's going on in on in it, and the uh, the best part, like we've said in the past, is just the house and the way they've set it up and everything. And then they did the backwards week that was really good. Yeah, so. that was really funny. Now I think I think Big Brother Canada proves for me that Big Brother is a good concept when it's done the right way. Do you understand what I mean? Because it it feels like it's so new and crisp every year. They do something new and good. And Big Brother Canada is the Big Brother that has changed itself more times than the other Big Brother. Well, the other. The other ones are have been on for like twenty plus seasons or whatever, so that. they're more that. stuck in their that. ways. Where this one, it feels fresher because it is. Oh, yeah. It's only five years old, so yeah. But they do different things every single year. That's what what I find so good. Do you have a contender for who's winning? Um. Uh, I don't know right now. I guess maybe uh, well, I can't remember his name. Uh, well, do you? Why don't you go first and then I'll find his name. Yeah, I I have this small little girl. I really like her. She's super cool. The, Ooh, the cool... Uh, Cin- Cindy with an S. Yes. Huh. Okay. I was thinking Kevin is who I was thinking of. Oh yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Right. He's the most manipulative person in the house, which is kind of. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Making out with this guy um, to try to get his vote, uh, like, and he even says he goes in the diary room session and says, "I don't care, I'll make out with somebody and cuddle and all this stuff. It doesn't have to mean anything." It's like this is a game. I have no morals here. That's what he yeah. said. No, he's he's such a good player. I I I think he's he's one of the best players that the Big Brother can bias out ever. But I, I think I think he's maybe too uh, out there. Do you understand what I mean? I think no. people could figure his plan out easier. I don't think he is, but I think he's uh, he's made enough friends, uh, and he's in the alliance with the six or whatever. So, I, and he's got he's kind of got people on the other side of the house that have his back too so oh yeah definitely even if they know his plan they know that they're in on it so i think he, he until it gets down to like four or five people he's going to be okay but it, yeah we'll see what happens we will see i i i uh, what else have you watched on tv uh was that it for you uh yeah um oh colony the season finale was this yes. week did you watch that Yes. Really good season finale, like, uh, kind of changed the way you saw everything that happened before it. Yep. Um, and it moves you into the next season pretty well. It's going to, obviously, it's going to be in a whole new place because they escaped the one colony and they're going into this different place. So, uh, and then, uh, the guy who's got the tracking device. So, I mean, we're, it's totally set up for another season. Uh, that's going to be new and different and interesting. So I'm excited for that. Uh, There's uh, street so out- many good actors in, in it. I mean, I I think it's one of the best assembled cast in in a sci-fi uh, series ever. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, um, the guy from Lost, and then the lady from, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, Prison Break. Those yeah. those are the two main uh, actor actresses in it. Um, but even the kids are pretty good in it. The one little girl, she's not maybe not the best actor, but whatever. She's a little girl. But the two other um, male kids, they're they're both actually really good actors for their age. So impressed yeah. by that. But the storyline is really what um, makes that show because it's um, it, it it kind of reminds me of this uh, kind of like the leftovers in a way, except with aliens. Is kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Leftovers with with aliens. That's a good right. That is a good uh, resemblance. I I can see that. <laughs> I like that. And then uh, yes, uh, I guess it was Monday. Street Outlaws is back. Um, season seven, believe it or not. I didn't realize we were already on season seven of the show, but wow, they are doing a whole new thing in the show now where. They are only allowing real cars where the last few seasons they've kind of built up where they have like these race cars you would see on the track and things like that. Yeah. Well, they've they've gone, OK, we can't there's got to be a point where we go. We can't be racing like uh, guys who have these super expensive race cars because then we're going to have to. So what they've done is they've gone, OK, only people with real cars that are made of steel and aren't like souped up uh, race cars are allowed. They still have souped up cars, but they're like car, like street cars. It's called street outlaws, so it kind of makes sense. Doesn't really make sense to have track racing cars in a show called Street Outlaws, I guess. So yeah, I like that about it. Yeah, they lost, lost against them in the competition. So yeah, that too. The last couple seasons, the guys uh, that are the come the main characters of the show, they ended up getting. Uh, race cars to like even out the playing field, right. and then after uh, in this season they went okay. So the one guy he doesn't even have uh, the main character in it. He doesn't even have a race car because the only one he had was a, a pro mod track Aww. racing car. So he's like he's basically out of it. So we've gone back to kind of the original um, idea of the show in this season. So I like that about it. It's pretty yeah. good. Uh, it's just a goofy reality show, and it's not obviously none of it's real. But uh, I like the characters, like I've said in the past, and uh, the races are always fun. Uh, and then when was it? Sunday. Better Call Saul season yes. three uh, started. Wonderful. I really like this episode. What did you think? Uh, it's so amazing, and I like that we are really getting to the Breaking Bad storyline, the timeline. Right, it's, and I really like the story with the old guy. That's probably the best thing of this episode. Um, uh, with the bug and everything. And I, I still don't know what's going on. I'm assuming that this is from the uh, Mexican gang that he was dealing with in the last season. But yeah. who knows? We'll see where it goes from here. But first episode definitely opens up the rest of the season for um, different storylines. So excited for the rest of the season. And Mr. French is coming to town. So, what? Uh, that is delicious. I okay. always like him. Yeah, Mr. French. Isn't that his name? 
the the guy with the chicken. Uh, um, uh, chicken uh, fast food. Uh. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. I don't think that's it, though. I think it was French. His last name was French. French? French. French. Something like that. I do not. I don't think that's it. But I'd have to look it up. If you say so. I'm probably wrong, as I am always. Uh, Uh, If if it was the right one, I probably would know it instantaneously. So. I I I, I thought his name was French. French as, as his last name. You know the black guy from Breaking Bad. I know Bad, who you're right? talking about. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh. I love that we both are searching on IMDb now. <laughs> I thought the guy's name was Gus. Gus French. Yeah. Is that what his name was? Gustavo F- Gus French. Yeah. Okay. Right. Nobody calls him Mr. Fringe in the show, bro. They call him Gus or Gu- Gustav. But, yeah, but I didn't see him at all in this episode, so I'm not no, really no. sure what you're talking about. Oh, I know that he's coming. Okay. I, I, From I what? Know. From IMDb. Oh, okay. So it had nothing to do with this episode. I'm trying to no, think no, back no. on this episode and go, oh, remember? you got to preface those things, bro. Okay. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. My right. preference is that uh, uh, Mr. French is going to, or Gus is coming coming to the storyline. But it had nothing to do with this episode. You just no. knew that that was going to happen. Okay. Yes. But uh, how good is Bob Audrick, or Audenkirk, or Audenkirk? Sorry, he's so good. One of my favorite actors. I love. I I even like uh, his stuff with uh, uh, with Bob and David. I love that series. So, have you seen anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay, cool. Beans. Let's move on. Uh, do you celebrate Easter? Um, I mean, I did when I was younger. I I don't go out of my way to celebrate it. I mean, I don't like make a big feast or anything, but if my my, my family is doing it, which I know they're doing a big Easter thing this year, and then this weekend we're also doing a big uh, birthday party. So we're going to be like a birthday party with the family and then Easter Sunday with the family. So it's going to be a party weekend, but that's the, I don't uh, I wouldn't say I observe Easter as a holiday no so but I'm an atheist so what, what, yeah you know what I mean yeah what is normal uh, uh, what is normal uh, for Easter in your country what do you do for oh you know cl- the classic American thing would be to if you have kids you go and you do the Easter hunt in the morning um, and then like search for the eggs and the candy and you get the basket of candy or whatever and then during the day you would uh hang out with your family and i know there's football games and st- or whatever kind of games to happen i don't even know during that time so uh and then you make dinner and usually we would do a dinner kind of earlier so not like a late dinner something like 
three or four o'clock in the afternoon kind of dinner. And then, okay. yeah, that's, uh, you know, and then ha- I think ham uh, is usually kind of a Easter thing. So why ham? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I guess it's probably because, I mean, Christmas is also kind of, it, it, you usually do a Christmas ham. So I think it might be a Christian thing because then you go to Thanksgiving and we do Turkey usually. So, yeah. That's, it's so different here in Norway. Uh, here in Norway, we open uh, up with uh, uh, Easter egg uh, that we gotten from our mom and or our dad or in my sake I bought it myself because I'm an old bastard that loves candy uh, and uh, this is a normal like not normal egg it's kind of an ostrich size egg I would say uh, filled with candy uh, okay. then we go then we go to church uh, to listen to listen to Easter service right okay uh, I learned a lot a lot of people that do that here uh, in America as well of course I'm not gonna be one of them but yeah right uh, then we go home and we eat Easter lamb because lamb is in the Bible and we do eat Easter lamb so we have that tradition from the biblical times sure okay so that's that's more or less a, a Norwegian Easter uh, what day are, are are off do you have your day uh, are you going to work tomorrow yeah okay the day off is tomorrow here in Norway tomorrow nobody works Friday, nobody works. Uh, Saturday, oh, okay, so Sunday. it's just a long, a longer weekend, right? Yeah, and Monday is also a, a, a holiday, as we call it here in Norway. Right, because Helligdag. Uh, that is that because of like Passover and Good Friday, things like yes. that. Yes. Okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, even though Passover is obviously Jewish, but it that has to do with the it's more origins tradition. of Easter. Yeah. yeah, it's more more tradition. I mean, Easter in in Christian stories has has actually been for a pretty long time. I mean, we we can go back to to uh, what it was really celebrated was was the passing from Egypt. Uh, uh, yeah, everybody knows maybe the story of Moses. So Moses was, I'm going to take this really like lightly. So uh, Moses was this prince of Egypt. He uh, was found uh, in in some, uh, in, in the Nile when he was a kid and he was brought up as uh, this e- Egyptian uh, uh, heiress, more or less. But he always knew that something was uh, wrong, and if you really want to see a good transition of this uh, story, uh, watch uh, *The Prince of Egypt*, one of my favorite uh, movies of all time. No kidding. Uh, Even though it's uh, not in, in any way 
historically accurate, but that's no, fine. no, no, not at all. Uh, nothing is historical accurate uh, by this story, if you ask me. But uh, uh, so uh, he gets um, uh, turned out of Egypt because he kills a man, more or less. So he he uh, goes into the desert and he's there for. 40 uh, days and 40 nights and uh, then he suddenly uh, stumps into um, kind of a, a interesting kind of a sectish Christian uh, kind of a land between Christianity and I would uh, they call them I'm not sure what they call themselves but it's not the Jew, Jew. It's based on Judaism, and he finds his wife there. And uh, when he's uh, sheeping uh, sheep's out in the mountain, one uh, lamb goes wild, and he hunts after it. And he sees a burning bush, and this burning bush tells him that he's going back to Egypt and free the slaves from Egypt. Then he goes. To the pharaoh in Egypt and says, "Let my people go." And Pharaoh says, "Eh, eh, no, not interested." So God sends uh, ten plagues to remind Pharaoh that uh, uh, he has to uh, let uh, the people go, and he says no. To the time that uh, God sends the last plague, and that is death to all firstborns in Egypt uh, but the Jews are told to mark their door by uh, killing a lamb and smearing the blood of the lamb on the doors so uh, the plague will jump over the doors uh, where uh, the lamb is smeared so that that's kind of makes a lamb lamb important in the Jewish um, uh, tradition as well and uh, this evening happens and this plague goes uh, killing everybody that's the firstborn of uh, 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 everybody but the people that have smeared uh, their lamb blood on the door uh, and it kills Pharaoh's son because uh, the Pharaoh is not Christian and doesn't believe this is going to happen. So because of this, the Pharaoh gets mad and says uh, to Moses, okay, it's okay, uh, I will let you people go. Then uh, for, uh, Moses goes to uh, the desert. <laughs> okay, I have to sneeze, sorry. Uh, and then uh, he goes uh, to the great uh, sea uh, and he uh, opened it uh, with his staff so every uh, Jew can escape from Pharaoh's wrath because uh, Pharaoh is coming to hunt them down because he doesn't really want to let his people go. And then they live happily ever after uh, on the other side of the sea so that's the short story that is not the easter story <laughs> well it's one of the easter stories 
none of that had to do with Easter, except yes, for the it lamb. Does. It did. Okay. Because that's the that's the first Easter story. That's why the Jews celebrate Easter. Sure. Right. But uh, that that's not the traditional story. But that no, is the. But it's, that's the origins origin of the traditional of, of, of the traditional story, right? Yes, but then we have the uh, the the real. Or, or the I should mention story. one thing about yeah. the forty days and the forty nights. I saw a very interesting meme. Uh, what was it yesterday? Uh, showing Google Maps and it was saying uh, the forty days <laughs> and forty nights, and it shows uh, how far he went. Yeah. How far uh, it shows uh, from Cairo to yeah. Jerusalem and. It's like six days yes. in, on Google Maps, and that's <laughs> using roads. It's not even a direct line of sight. So he must have yeah. been really lost and yeah. wandering around. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it. It's in the story that it was um, it was a storm for forty days and forty nights as well. So he couldn't see shit according sure, to the right. Bible. So there's a reason why he didn't find the way. I would just stop and wait, but that, that maybe it's just me. Uh, me too. Uh, but uh, yes, let's talk about the Christian version of Easter, because what I told was the Jewish uh, tradition. So we have the Christian tradition as well, and that happens uh, uh, actually more or less it ha happens on Sunday. Uh, we call it Palmasundag. Do you know uh, what the name is in English? Palm Sunday. It's Palm so it's pretty Sunday. much the same. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and this, of course, Sunday comes from Council of Nicaea, who yes. before that people would, uh, because there were Jewish people and Christians and they were all mixed together, they were celebrating the same thing, but all, all different times. And even now, there are people who um, disagree on what what day. Uh, should be uh, set up, set set up for worship, and the council in Nicaea is why people go to church on Sunday and this and that. And Jewish people they worship on Saturday because right. they don't uh, they don't follow the council of Nicaea ruling, which there were don't. lots of rulings from that. But one of the rulings was that the Easter was always on Sunday because they had to show as much devotion to this God as possible. And if everybody is doing it at all different times, that doesn't really show that devotion. So. That's where the Sunday comes from. Yeah. So on Palm Sunday, uh, this little guy uh, called Jesus uh, was sitting on a donkey uh, on his way into Jerusalem. And he was celebrated by people waving their palms at him. So that's more or less why it's called Palm Sunday. If and he was going to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover because, right. of course, Jesus was Jewish. Yes. Somebody uh, tend to forget that when they tell this mm -hmm. story for some strange reason. It's weird how that happens. <laughs> it is. It is actually because uh, people forget that uh, well, uh, Jesus was a Jew. It's it's kind of it's kind of in the Bible, people. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, uh, and uh, and and to make a really long story short, uh, 
he 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 were more or less saying that he was the king of the Jews, and uh, heresy that was uh, uh, that was heresy in those times, uh, and uh, Quintus Plautus was his name. Was that his name? The the leader in Jerusalem at that time. If I'm not a hundred percent incorrect. Uh. Uh, you probably got it about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he heard rumors about this Jesus guy that uh, got celebrated, and and he did not like it because he he was more or less saying that he was bigger than than the people that were actually sitting in Jerusalem saying that they were the masters of the people. So they didn't really like that this crazy guy coming on a donkey saying that he was the king of the Jews. That wasn't really popular in that high sight because they wanted to control the Jews. They wanted... Yeah, it's uh, all about power and consolidation of power right. and being like, this guy is not following our rules, is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they found out that uh, it was uh, smartest to crucify this guy, and uh, they got uh, uh, inflator in uh, in uh, the group that was uh, celebrating Jesus as uh, as the prophet, and his name was Judas, and he was given twenty silver coins for this. Uh, to betray Jesus, uh, and uh, he gave Jesus more or less to the controlling power, and they set him on a pit style in the middle of Jerusalem, uh, and they put a thorn on his head to mock him, and they also put a, a banner, not a banner, what, what do you call it, a, a piece of uh, of wood underneath where it says Jesus King of the Jews to to make fun of him like sh- uh, showing people hey, here you see a man with a throne made of thorns and and his name is Jesus he's King of the Jews yeah what is the King of the Jews going to do now that he's been crucified and uh, according to to some people, uh, when they opened the grave, how many days after? How many days? Uh, it took from overall, was it? No, uh, from he was uh, put in the grave until they opened it, according to the Bible. Two days, right? Two days, yeah. So right. he was. So cruci- what we've gone over so far, we had Passover, which of course is. Right. Obviously, why you have Thursday off, and then after that is Good Friday. Good Friday is when the crucifixion actually happened. Yep. Two days later, meaning the Saturday, and then Sunday is when Easter, so when, yep. when the resurrection happened. And that's obviously why you uh, in Norway have those days off. Um, but right. yeah, now we're at, then we had the resurrection two days later, uh, comes back, zombie Jesus, and he um, is seen by people, but not seen by people. They yes. don't know that it's him until later. Right. It's kind of interesting because the reason why why they didn't recognize him was according to the Bible, and we I I, I, I hate saying that every single time we talk about it because it's more or less the only thing that we have to go by according to 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 the story. Uh, 
But uh, 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 they re- recognized him because he, his hand uh, was uh, uh, a hole in his hand where uh, the crucifix uh, bolts went through his hand. So it wasn't a really nice way to killing people, and they'd done. It's it's been proven that they killed people like this, so it's not unnecessarily oh. untrue. So no, Sorry? but uh, resurrection. I don't. It's, yeah, resurrection. They definitely crucifixion was definitely a real thing. Resurrection. <laughs> uh, but according to the Bible, of course, this has to do with him overcoming death, and uh, without that. Without him overcoming death, then what is uh, salvation is not as absolutely salvation is nothing. not as yeah means absolutely nothing right absolutely nothing. If you don't believe the Easter story, you can't call yourself a Christian. Is my definition of it more or less right now? So uh, this is uh, this is the uh, Easter story uh, and. Uh, he was on Earth uh, for so so many days, and then we have uh, the day he went up to God again, uh, and that is called Kristi Himmelfartsdag in Norway. I'm not sure what it is in English, but that, I have no idea. But that is many days after Easter. So and so many days after Easter, when he went up to God and didn't come back. So, uh, but that was the Easter Christian story. Do you have a pagan origin there you could talk about? Sure, right. Uh, So there um, was a feast. This is kind of from uh, uh, Indo-European roots. there was a festival and a feast called uh, for a goddess, a Germanic goddess named S. S. Uh, it's spelled E O S T R E, so East Eostria. Uh, Estro? Estro? Ostra. Ostra yeah. or Estro. Uh, and uh, of course, that is where we get the word Easter from. Um, and <laughs> Easter itself. Um, of course, started out as uh, people were celebrating the Passover and Good Friday and Resurrection. And when um, the uh, the what are you doing, Fro? Sorry, we can, I can hear whatever you're doing in the background. Oh. Um, it's really loud. Uh, they they held a feast uh, in honor of this uh, Germanic goddess. Uh, and they called this uh, it was oh, this was replaced by Pascal month, which is the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus, which is what we just talked about. But basically, the the Christians took uh, the pagan tradition and incorporated it very much like we've talked about in the past with um, East uh, with Christmas and Halloween because they wanted to kind of. Um, bring in as many people as possible, indoctrinate as many people as possible, try to get them uh, in on their religion. They took the traditions of other religions and made their own re- uh, their own religious holiday on the same day 
with using a lot of the same customs. Uh, so this uh, this uh, Germanic goddess, uh, this is where we get the Easter customs of the rabbit and the eggs because uh, this goddess was... Um, What was it? The, uh, the goddess of fertilization. Of what? Wasn't she? Of, of fertilization. Right, and uh, and feasting. So, it, basically, the it was a spring. It's a spring uh, time festival. I think they called it. Uh, oh, the. Astra is stands for the vernal equinox, which is. It marks uh, the beginning of spring. So the idea behind the rabbit and the eggs, it has to do with fertilization and uh, things moving forward and and stuff like that. Uh, And then Pascha, which uh, is where we get the idea of Pascal month, which is the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. Pascha was really actually close the close to Pascha, the Norwegian word Pascha, as we use for Easter. We say Pascha. All right, and yeah, in Jewish, in the Jewish uh, version of this, Pascha it is it stands for Passover. Mm-hmm. So they all it, they were just taking the other word and they added an L to it and made it. Uh, the Christians made it their own thing. Um, but in a lot of the European countries, they kept uh, the pagan traditions of doing these other things. And uh, specifically, uh, Osterhaus was from Germany, and that is the tradition of the rabbit and the eggs. And they would, in the traditional sense of it, they would make a nest. The, the kids would make a nest, and the idea was that uh, they'd make this nest the night before and in the morning um, there would be eggs for the children that uh, would be in this nest that they made. Um, and they were brought by this this rabbit known as Osterhaus. Uh, and that's where we get kind of the traditional idea of the basket, which is like the nest and the idea of the eggs. And um, it all comes from a, kind of a German tradition which I found that interesting kind of the origins of what, how we celebrate Easter now comes from this. Um, right. And uh, if, if you guys are really interested in things that are uh, German that you also have, look into Coca-Cola, uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> sure. Right. And fa- yeah. go ahead and look into Fanta. Uh, but uh, those have nothing to do with this, but just saying. <laughs> of course, another thing that another tradition that uh, you talked about earlier, sunrise uh, services at churches. Right. Of course, um, these are this is straight from pagan tradition because it is basic sun worship. Uh, sunrise service is uh, comes from uh, the pagan tradition of worshiping the sun. Right. So you have that whole concept, um, which I find reasons- very interesting. One of the reasons why I don't go to Sunday church is because of this. Because uh, I mean, things. like I've said, it, this whole tradition, all of the stuff we do now as far as Easter goes is yeah. from the way it's celebrated is from pagan tradition. So, yeah. I mean, but it's been co-opted by the Christian 
faith. So it is part of Christianity now. This is like, you know, everybody still celebrates or uh, not celebrates. Everybody still worships on Sunday in the Christian religion, even though really it was just made up by some guys at the Council of Nicaea. And they were like, we're going to just change this because this is how we, we want it. Just a group yeah. of guys. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like Jesus came down and was like, hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, I've got some new rules for you and had like a list and like get, that didn't happen. These humans came up with these rules. So uh, you kind of got to go with it that way. Otherwise, you're just otherwise you might as well be Jewish, I guess is my point. Um, uh, something interesting from the uh, Osterhaus. Hey, the first the first time kind of uh, the, the Easter Bunny hmm? arrived here in America wasn't until the 1700s believe right. it or not, uh, much later. So uh, and this was German immigrants coming over uh, to settle in like Pennsylvania and uh, other places in the original colonies. Uh, and they brought over the Osterhaus and, and that the, the concept of giving out eggs and, and that whole concept came from that and in really uh, burrowed itself into the culture of America. So. Maybe that's why the Easter Bunny is called Polskaharen. I never thought about that because uh, that 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 sounds a little like the German word for Easter Bunny. Right. So. I mean, uh, I don't. I'm not good with German. I, uh, but I know uh, Hasenpfeffer, which is of course rabbit. So right. yeah. Um, but uh, why, and then Osterhaus. Why do we paint eggs? I never found out that because I I looked for that. I I say I see no reason why we paint the eggs. Uh, I think it's to make them easier to find. <laughs> really? That's I that's really what I think it is. I don't think there's anything behind that tradition that's other than tradition. you're trying to search. You're having you're having an egg egg hunt, and every if they're all white and you're. Uh, they're gonna, uh, yeah. They're not. They're gonna but blend in a little bit. Or if they're, sure. But uh, in nature, there's white, but there isn't bright pink. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So it's I gonna see. stand yeah, out more. Because yeah. it's a thing for the children. Uh, if anybody knows of why that that I, I did a bunch of research and I I never thought about it until you mentioned it, but I didn't come any uh, across anything that mentioned oh. why, uh, the coloring of the eggs. Um, Me neither. But that is an interesting question. Maybe it has to do with um, uh, the the concept. This is just a guess, but the concept of female and male. So yeah. maybe coloring eggs would maybe uh, would represent whether the egg was female or male. Uh-huh. Maybe that has to do with it. But that's just a total guess. But that would make uh-huh. sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know if this is a saying here, Fro, but I'm going back to the whole idea of the, the pagan idea of this being about fertilization and the springtime when, you know, springtime is when all the, the uh, new animals are born and going into summer. We have the rebirth uh, coming out of winter, which is how pagans saw it, uh, that the winter was, the you know, it's the month when everything, the months when everything dies off and then spring is when everything is reborn. Uh do you have the saying, uh, they're breeding like rabbits over there? Yes. Because that that's a, definitely a saying here, but uh, that kind of goes, that goes with the whole concept of uh, the rabbits, rabbit representing uh, 
fertilization and uh, the new beginnings because uh, rabbits were known to, you know, rabbits are known to uh, breed really fast and a lot. Yeah. Um, So that's an interesting kind of, it doesn't have to do with the actual tradition, but a saying in modern culture that, that goes back in its roots to this pagan tradition. So. Yup. Now Easter, Easter is, is an uh, important holiday for uh, many people, uh, including me. Uh, we wish all a have happy Easter any way you want to celebrate it. Sure, yeah. Even um, underwater. I actually found something interesting that I didn't know. Uh, did you know okay. that there's two versions of the, the positioning in the year of... Uh, Easter that doesn't necessarily in within the Christian idea of it, not within the Jewish idea of it. So I guess that would make it three, but in there's like a Western Christianity version and an Eastern Christianity version. I was unaware of this. So uh, in Western Christianity, Easter is preceded by Lent, of course, which Mm -hmm. just happened. Uh, You probably couldn't avoid it if you were on Facebook, seeing people talk about it, Um, (laughs) which is of course a period of fasting. Uh, And then, at the end of that begins Ash Wednesday, which mm-hmm. it was the last of the 40 days and 40 nights that yep. Fro talked about. Uh, and the week before Easter is known as uh, the Holy Week. And then we have Palm Sunday uh, and the three days before Easter being, oh, I guess it's Ma- Maundy Thursday, which I've never heard of. But Good Friday yeah. uh, and Holy Saturday, mm-hmm. which... Uh, and then, of course, we have the uh, uh, Easter on Sunday, Palm Sunday, and when the crucifixion happened. But in Eastern Christianity, uh, spiritual, spiritual preparation for Easter begins with Great Lent, which starts uh, Monday and lasts 40 days. Uh, and then uh, we have they have Lazarus Saturday, uh, Lazarus which officially begins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which officially begi- begins uh, when Great Lent comes to a close. And, and although the fast continues uh, through the, the Lazarus Saturday, after Lazarus Saturday comes Palm Sunday, Holy Week, and then Easter itself. So th- they actually have a, a bit of a different tradition. Uh, I'm not really sure where the Eastern Christianity is, but I'm assuming any kind of Christianity east of Europe is what I'm assuming, so. Right. I thought that was interesting. I didn't know there was a whole different kind of setup oh. to it in Eastern Christianity, so. Very interesting either. stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, had their big uh, Easter celebration uh, yesterday. Actually. Oh, on a Tuesday, huh? Yes. Does that have just have to do with the uh, they, calculation of yes, the, calculation the calculation of when the death? Yes. Ha- yeah, okay. Because yeah. I saw a lot about that, the controversy about um, the calculations of when he actually was crucified. Uh, yeah. A lot of people. There's a lot of question about that, and that's uh, one of the reasons the Cal- Council of Nicaea said, "No, we're just going to go with Sunday" because yeah. everybody was so confused. Yeah. yeah. And I can understand that because, uh, but uh, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are really 
into keeping things punctual at after the Bible. So that's why they had it yesterday. Right. And guess who was invited and didn't go? Me. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> because they were, really wanted me to go. And I didn't go. Have you seen any movies this week? Oh, uh, yeah. I saw uh, Kubo and, and the Two Strings. Is that what it is? Oh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I was blown away. Um, there is some stuff movie. in there that was like, this is a little bit like weirdly uh, propaganda-y yeah. in certain parts. So I was kind of like, and then I was watching it. Uh, uh, the day after I watched Samurai Jack, and ah. I was looking at the two sisters, and I'm looking at the the seven daughters. The the one sister has the exact same weapon as Ashi. Yep. Yep. The chain weapon. It's and then some of the story is very similar. I'm like, wow, either they're pulling from the same concept, or they were. Uh, it's just very strange that they're so Big very fans. similar. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, I think they're big and fans. the two sisters have the masks, the white masks, yeah, and then the good, seven yeah. daughters have the white masks. I don't know where they're pulling this from, but uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and I found it strangely, of course, it being me. If you pay attention to the story of Kubo and the Two Strings, it's you could construe it as ancient alien theory. Yes, in a way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get you. <laughs> Yeah, but that was the movie I saw this week. What about you, bro? Oh, uh, uh, such a good movie. Uh, I saw Get Out this week. <laughs> Finally. Finally saw Get Out at the movies. Um, I didn't want to get out. <laughs> See what I did there? See yep. what I did there. Um, I'm not sure what to say about this movie. Um... I really liked it. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it because it feels like a movie you should watch. Right. Uh, and the less you know about it, the better it gets. Uh, the twists and the storyline and the actors were top-notch and I know Luke will uh, freaking love this movie I yeah I'm looking that... forward to seeing it right now it still has 99% on Rotten Tomatoes it was at 100 for a while which is very hard right. to get but maintaining at 99% still pretty good mm -hmm. what is the audience score I don't know I don't ever do that remember <laughs> that's my thing <laughs> that is your thing because I don't trust it. So, <laughs> uh, Luke never trusts the audience score. It's so funny. That's why I always ask him what it is. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 hard. It's hard hard to talk about because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, that's fine. It, it was good. Uh, I think everybody should go see it it sounds like uh i haven't yeah. seen it yet but i'm gonna try to get to see it as soon as possible just been busy so 
I can't wait for you to say it. It's on the top of my list because of of the reviews more, yeah. more than anything. And I mean, it's it's uh, it's the debut and written by K and Peel, uh, K and Peel uh, from K and Peel. So I can't. Uh, it it's so amazing that someone with so much humor. It's funny. It is a funny movie at some times. But it's most scary. It's not a horror movie. I would not call it a horror movie. I would call it a thriller with uh, mm-hmm. horror elements of it. So don't go okay. in, into it thinking it will be a horror movie. I think they played a little too much up on the horror part. Uh, I'm looking at the thing right now, and it's 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 not even labeled as a horror. It's labeled as mystery thriller. So yeah, but everybody says yeah. horror movie. When they talk about uh, it. I think they just are, they're generalizing because they think of things, they probably don't know exactly what they're saying when they say that. But yeah, it's hey, that's what it's listed as. Talking about horror movies, uh, let's see uh, <laughs> the trailer audio for the horror movie Smurf, The Lost Village. We all know the place, the magic mushroom houses, the tight Little penises. Oh wait, Smurf Village. The first one I've seen. Uh, it was forever ago. I think I saw parts of it though. That movie it came out a long time ago. Yeah, I didn't like it. So how do they procreate if there's only one woman? I don't understand how that works. <laughs> She's a real whore. <laughs> Was there one woman before she was born and they killed her off because they're like, we can only have one woman. So, is uh, Trolls trying to be Smurfs or is Smurf trying to be uh, Trolls? Uh, I don't know. The animation isn't that bad. I'll say that much for it. The animation looks pretty good. Whatever you do, don't eat all your rations. I just ate all my rations! <laughs> that was kind of funny. What the heck? Eyeball plants? Is this Kubo with the two strings again? What the heck? Why are they repeating that? Oh, Garmorel. <laughs> the jokes don't seem that bad actually. I was expecting this to be much cheesier and stupid, but that those two they had two jokes so far are pretty good. I haven't seen the second Smurf movie. Is this is the third or the fourth? I have no idea. I know it's not the second. Wasn't there a live action version though? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't think that counts as like in. I don't think that counts in the, um, in the same vein because I think it's separate from the cartoon Uh, or movie versions. In my my opinion, I don't know though. Okay. 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 Oh, uh, 
since uh, Tilda isn't here, uh, she got some reviews that she really liked and sent us on the co-host thing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and pull that up and you can read hers. I'll go through the thing real quick. Smurf, The Lost Village, Br- Best Friends, Smurfette, Brainy, Clumsy, and Hefty uh, use a special map that guides them through the Forbidden Forest, an enchanted wonderland that is filled with magical creatures. Their adventure leads them on a course to discover the biggest secret in Smurf history as they race against time and the evil wizard Gargamel. When this is the biggest secret in Smurf history, is that just, Uh, are they replacing Smurf with a bad word? Yeah. (coughs) So can you do the long one and I do the short one? Just do the short one. Okay. Bob. I don't have, I'm not, I don't have that pulled up. I only have mine, so. I was leaving that to you. Bob M said, uh, I was mind-right by uh, Lord Jesus during this film. I wanted to go home and fuck my dog because those blue bitches look like dildos. That's a review she found on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. There is a lot of penis symbolism happening in the show with the hats and the the houses. Yeah, look the very long penis. one is is kind of a long story. I was at Target last week. I saw this a good looking young lady in some tight jeans shorts. I'm I haven't read this before, so I'm wondering where this is going. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like uh, tight, yeah. That kind that showed off her booty. Well, I approached her and I said, Hi, how are you doing? Have you see, Have I seen you before? Uh, some more talking. And I asked uh, uh, what she was doing this weekend. Uh, she uh, wanted to see a movie with me. She accepted and I asked her what she wanted to see. She told me uh, to pick. So, Smurf Lost Village, here we come. Wish me luck, everyone. I'm hoping I get smurfed after this movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That, uh, from at least from the trailer we saw, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, replacing bad words with Smurf. I didn't see it at all in this trailer, did you? Yeah, no. I think they got away from that because they realized that how stupid that that kind of running joke in the in the past films was. So mm-hmm. hopefully they got away from that in this film. It looks like. What's your review? All right, I went to the Facebook. I got one from uh, somebody named Nikki Hay. It says, "So I am forty, and I grew up on the Smurfs." Uh, I went to the movies by myself to see my beloved blue people. Thank you for this movie, and thank you uh, that the animation was so amazing. The colors were a delight. I tremendously enjoyed this sweet movie. Uh, Thank you. How I wish you would make DVDs of the original. But why don't they sing the Smurf song in the movie? La, 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 la. That's what it says. Yeah. Says la 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 on it. Yeah. I love this. 
has got a 39 on Rotten Tomato and, and an audience score of 72%. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't go through the scores, did we? Right. Yeah. Uh, IMDb, it got uh, 5.9 out of 10. So. But uh, I, mine is really short, and it's from Ariel Scotty from the New York Daily News. And she said, they blew it. Uh, see what she did? They are blue. Yeah, I got, I got it. it was yeah, funny. That's funny. What a they great blew, joke. Blue it. That was really funny. To look, come on, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, That's a bad joke. Such a bad joke. Hey, have you watched anything else on TV this week? Yes, Samurai Jack. Uh, oh, I was talking about wrestling, but that's okay. Uh, well, I watched wrestling. I just hated it. <laughs> uh, let, let's. What a horrible week of wrestling. I mean, maybe it's because we're coming off WrestleMania, but this, <laughs> these last two shows, Monday, Tuesday, were like, <gasps> what? Are you just trying to yeah. have it be the most bland, boring thing yeah. possible? Yeah. The shoe superstar shakedown. What the shakedown it was. No surprises, nothing at all, not exciting whatsoever. This was so blah and so nothing, and they tried to. Make I'm just wondering if it. we're also. I think we're also going to get a draft probably later, right. so that'll hopefully that'll make up for it. But I don't know <laughs> if this was necessary or not, or what the hell. Especially when just a week ago we added all these new people. So why yeah. do you need a shakeup when we just added like five new people, like three or two or three to each show? That should you should with those people have a way to make new matches. So why do you need to shake things up when you already had you already shook things up last week? Doesn't make any sense to me. Funny, uh, look, that both times that Nakamura has been on SmackDown, he has not been fighting. He has just done his entrance, and that is all. And he doesn't talk either. Yeah. Right. Well, he he did a promo on Wednesday. Uh, No, Tuesday, sorry. I always see it uh, the day after. But uh, yeah, he did his promo on SmackDown. That was pretty good. Uh, It wasn't long, but I guess you're right. Yeah. But uh, uh, Jericho... But it didn't lead to anything, though. That's the thing. It didn't go anywhere. Oh, it didn't go anywhere, and we got Roman Reigns on SmackDown, so I'm I'm really happy about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, I was I was uh, I was more more stoked that they didn't change AJ Styles to Raw because I wanted AJ Styles to stay on SmackDown. I I don't know how I feel about the like where we're at with the with the whole thing with the whole shakeup yet because I don't know where they're really going with it but um I didn't see that Roman Reigns went to SmackDown was that like a graphic or something that I just didn't see It was the first one that came over Wasn't it No uh, it was um it was uh, Kevin Owens that started uh, SmackDown, right. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns got Roman Reigns got thrown off a thing on Raw, and then had the 
uh, I want to say hospital van, but I mean, oh yeah, uh, ambulance tipped yeah, over on him. So I don't remember him. Roman Reigns being on SmackDown at all. But maybe I was. That's was, why I was like, did I miss I'm something? Com- maybe I'm confused. I think you're confused. I, I I was pretty sure I saw that he shifted brands, but maybe I didn't. Uh, yeah, maybe I missed that. Uh, it's very possible I missed it as well because I watched I, it last I, night I, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I was making dinner that. while I was watching SmackDown. So can I Google it really fast? I'm googling it right now. Uh okay. oh yeah, it does. It says WWE SmackDown cast and it has Roman Reigns here. Hmm. Yeah okay. Thank I must have just missed it. Okay. Why would uh, they pick Roman Reigns who just like was uh completely so injured that he could probably not wrestle for months? Why would uh, that be a good choice for no SmackDown? Clue. Well. SmackDown always gets uh, the bad deal. Well, not always, because I, I'm really stoked that uh, uh, Kevin Owens is, is there. I, I always like what Kevin Owens does. and But it, it's kind of... The only thing I have a huge trouble with is that next pay-per-view was going to be a Raw-only pay-per-view, right? And the most exciting matches on that pay-per-view is against people that are on SmackDown and Raw. So it's a little confusing because, uh, first of all, uh, uh, Kevin Owens is going to have his rematch against Jericho. And Jericho is on Raw and Kevin Owens is on SmackDown. Then uh, Randy Orton is going to have his match against uh, White Bray Wyatt, and he is on Raw. So it's super confusing. I was wondering about Bray Wyatt because he was on both shows, so that was the most confusing thing to me, that they had him on one show, and then the next night he's on SmackDown. Yeah. Which um, I don't know how that's going to work, if they're just going to say F it and not do those matches. what, what they said uh, was that the winner of that match is going to be on SmackDown. So oh, the one that okay. has the titles is going to be on SmackDown. This shakeup thing is so broken. That doesn't make yeah. any. So they're dra- they're drafting the title and not the they human are being. They're drafting the That's title and not the human being. It's so stupid. <laughs> All right, whatever. That's why so I was probably weird. confused by it because it didn't make any sense. That makes. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, anyways, oh, Samurai anyways. Jack. Yeah, not an episode I did like. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Really? Uh, this was the most comedy episode yet. I really liked this episode. So. Yeah. I thought uh, it was returning to the roots of a ri- like original style Samurai Jack. So. Did not like this episode at all. Because? I, I just I I didn't find the humor in it funny. Uh, mostly, I think they they kind of tried a little too hard for me. Uh, when I didn't people, get that at all. Well, when people are trying to make me laugh, uh, it felt like they were trying to tickle me, and I'm not ticklish. Do you understand? Sure. No, I don't understand that at all. But whatever. Let's get into this. Uh, Samurai Jack, season <laughs> five, episode four. Sure. I don't. What? Get it. Let's yeah. talk about it. 
Well, I mean, you're you're explaining it, but it's like, uh, okay, give me an example, I guess, of of something. Oh, this, this all the jokes, all, all the jokes in here were understated. So to say that they were trying too hard doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. All right, Samurai Jack this week got uh, 1.3 million viewers, uh, a six uh, 0.66 rating. Uh, I saw at least for um, that. Saturday, it was the highest rated original programming on TV. So it was number good. got number one on Saturday. So that's good. Uh, for the rest of the week, that's not a great rating. But Saturday, you know, not a lot of people watching TV on the weekends and whatnot. So uh, we open up this episode uh, with our opening and Jack waking up from the fall that we had in the in the last episode, which of course two weeks ago. So, but they fell off the cliff. Uh, and Jack sees this blood trail and it's leading to Ashi and it seems like she's dead. Um, didn't it seem like she was dead to you from? Yes. Uh, and we get a little flashback. It shows us how Jack survived. He like bounced off a whole bunch of tree branches on his way down <laughs> and a, breaking yeah. his fall. And, and then it was very deep snow. So we've landed in this, powdery snow bank that kind of saved saved him from dying mm -hmm. uh and after we get after that we get the the birds start talking to jack because you know jack's still crazy and everything and they're saying murderer murderer because because they could see uh ashi there uh, but of course this is all in jack's head i'm assuming um and jack says they chose their path and all the birds like shut up and wouldn't as this be... happens, yeah, go ahead. Now, wouldn't it be funny that we find out that Jack isn't crazy, <laughs> that actually everything against him around him is actually happening, and he's he's the sane one, and everyone else is crazy. <laughs> well, we even see it. Well, we see in this episode the part where he's talking to the thing, and he's all by right. himself, and Ashi right. sees him there. So it's obviously yeah. not the case, but. Uh, that would be funny if it was. Uh, but uh, we find out here Ashi is obviously not dead because she uh, runs up behind him with her chain weapon that she has and attacks him. So she's still trying to kill Jack, but it kind of backfires on her because Jack just uses the weapon against her again, uh, tying her up and like she's hanging from this tree and she's swinging back and forth Uh Saying the same thing she said in the past, repeating, like, I'm going to kill you. Uh, Aku is my master and he will he wants you to die. All these things. And Jack just says, uh, you don't seem OK in the head, basically. Uh, and he kind of looks around. And he says, I've never uh, I've seen madness programmed with such hate. And uh, oh, I've seen machines programmed with such hate and lies, but never a human being uh, basically saying that she's brainwashed. Mm -hmm. and uh she's kind of like swinging back and forth and she start after he says this she starts repeating herself and he's like okay now you're just repeating yourself this is getting silly so he just sits down she's sitting there chained up tied to this tree and he says i wonder if it's possible for her to believe uh aku is uh, is the evil one and not me and as he says this uh the basically the whole ground opens up and they're swallowed by this giant worm creature. 
like uh, Sandworm from Dune or mm, what's another one? Uh, Beetlejuice kind mm-hmm. of Sandworm. Is that what you got from it? Mm-hmm. And I like this about this episode because it it reminded me of the original Samurai Jack because they're all, they're in this one place doing this one thing for the episode. You know what I mean? Very much right. uh, reminded me of how the original was where each episode they were kind of in a different setting and it showed you a different group of characters he was trying to defend. And he had one goal for that episode where this the one goal for this episode is escape the giant sandworm. So uh- and it also kind of reminded me of uh, Jonah and the Whale story from the Bible. Uh, uh, kind of, but kind of uh, much. You know, well, I mean, we'll get into it, but it's much different. Right. It's got aspects, but you could also say it reminds you of Pinocchio. So yeah, yeah. oh definitely. Um, which that probably comes from also the Jonah and the Whale story, or at least that part of Pinocchio. It all stems from the same thing, but. Uh, let's see what happens. Oh, right. They're, they're falling into the mouth of this thing and it's huge. So it's taking them forever to fall and all these trees are falling all around them. And Ashi is continuing to fight Jack, even as they're being swallowed by this giant creature. She's like continuing to try to kill him while they're falling basically to their death. And he's going, are you kidding me right now? And he has to knock her out. And when he knocks her out and realizes that uh, they're about to fall to their death. If they don't go through these little holes that are in in the mouth of this thing. So he grabs Ashi. um, And he saves Ashi's life uh, from from falling to her death. He could have just let her die right here if he wanted to. But now they're stuck inside this creature, obviously. And and, but it also proves that he is kind of keeping his moral compass by not letting her die. Right. He, I think when, when when she was hung up there and she was just spouting off this rhetoric she's been taught since childhood, he's realized this girl's brainwashed. She has no right. concept of of uh, what's right and wrong. So it's hard for me to say she's evil when she doesn't know any better, right. I think is what he's thinking. Uh, we get more of that later, though. But here uh he's got her tied up still with the chain weapon and they're attacked by these kind of like crab uh turtle creatures and uh jack is fighting these creatures off we get a fight scene here but ashi is also fighting jack at the same time instead of fighting off these creatures that are tr- is trying to kill them both ashi is still trying to kill samurai jack she doesn't yeah. actually seem to care if she dies or not only if she kills Samurai Jack, so. Yeah. And then we get their battle. I, 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 like that, I like that we see see her from that side because it makes her... Uh, uh, we kind of see how brainwashed she is. Right. And I like that with this uh, episode. That's one of the things I really enjoy about this. Yeah, I mean, we've known since episode one that they were clearly brainwashed since childhood. Yeah, but, but and they never had seen the outside shows, world. So. Yeah, but this, I, I just think this shows it even better because we are closer at her. You sure. Yeah, me? I mean, it's explaining, it's just going more in, in depth is what right. you're trying to say. Right. I understand. Um, and so he's having to, uh, Jack is having to fight against both these cr- crab turtle alien 
beings that are inside this giant worm. He's having to fight against them and Ashi. So he's like, okay, screw this. Uh, he saves Ashi from getting eaten by one of these things. And he goes and takes the chain and makes kind of like a backpack out of it and Ashi. And he puts Ashi on his back and he continues to fight these things off. Uh, he has to run because there's, so, there's just more and more of them coming. So they run and they escape. And it, and he still has Ashi on like a backpack. And at this point, she's she's been knocked unconscious. So uh, they walk off into the kind of into the bowels of this uh, creature. And uh, Ashi is knocked out. So we see her kind of dream state and she sees her mother in this dream uh, telling her to kill the samurai. Mm -hmm. And she wakes up from her dream. And this is where we see Jack and he's talking to like this little fluff ball uh, <laughs> that's telling him uh, talking about whether he should kill Ashi or not. And the little fluff ball is telling him, you, you can't trust her. She's going to try to kill you again. And he's like, she doesn't know any better. I think I could teach her. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, while he's talking to this fluff ball, uh, which actually the fluff ball ends up turning into like ghost Jack at one point, trying to convince him, Oh, you can't trust this girl. Uh, Jack's Jack's kind of mental. His brain is cr trying to tell him one thing, even though he knows better in his heart is what I got from it. Uh, like you said, his, his whole, um, his mind is so messed up at this point. He doesn't know, uh, necessarily what's good and what's bad because he's never killed a human before. And now he has, yeah. but he realizes that this human maybe doesn't deserve it. So he's trying to save her, but she's trying to kill him. So it's a weird dynamic happening here. Um, and I feel that, and meanwhile, that, that the dynamic is working. I do. Yeah, I think so too. I really like how it ends in this episode. But, uh, meanwhile, while this is, while he's talking to himself, Ashi sees him there and He's talking to like a ghost version of himself, but we see from Ashi's perspective and there's nobody there. It's just Jack talking to himself. So we yeah. obviously know Jack is totally nuts and uh, which we knew in the past. But uh, while this is happening, uh, like another crab creature type thing comes out of the darkness and grabs Ashi and picks her up, takes off with her. And Jack turns around and sees that she's gone. He climbs up this thing with kind of a weapon he finds and saves her again. And she says, after being saved by Jack, she says, I'd rather be that creature's excrement than thank you. And then the fluff ball shows up in front of Jack that we saw earlier. That's kind of in his imagination and says, what did you expect from her? A hug and a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we get kind of uh, interesting, a very good animation of Jack trekking through this creature with Ashi on his back. It's mm. kind of like a, it, you know, it's a montage of the journey. And the whole time this is happening, she's insulting him and saying that Aku is going to kill you. I'm going to kill you as soon as I get free. Like she's the whole time she's doing this, like through the montage, Ashi is just won't stop talking. And finally, Jack just throws her down to the ground and says, if you open your eyes and let go of the hate, you will see the truth. Uh, and she says, die. And he's like, just looks like this girl is just not getting it. Is, uh, is she? 
<laughs> and as this happens, it starts to rain these red needles. And Jack's like, rain? And then he looks at his hand, and the, these needles are, like, stabbing into both of them. So Jack grabs her up, runs for cover. They find this kind of cavern to hide in. But they're both totally covered in these red needles now. Uh, and Jack goes, all right, let's get this over with. And so he starts removing the the needles from her and him kind of simultaneously, uh, which I thought this was definitely a good part to show the building of trust between the two of them. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. she still doesn't trust him, but this would show her like Jack maybe does have my best interest at heart. Otherwise, he would just leave these stabbing into me. Uh, and Jack says, you know, people pay a lot of money for this. It's called acupuncture. <laughs> and she's like stone face, like doesn't yeah. even laugh at all. But he think he's like, all right, tough crowd, I guess. So Jack kind of continues. Uh, we get a, another little montage of him continue his, continuing his journey through this creature. Uh, and he finds this armor in there that has like fur on it. Was this a reference to something I, I didn't get? Not that I thought I, maybe it was uh, a reference to to a creature in the original series or something. Okay, I didn't get that. No, I, I'm sure it seemed like it must have been, but I didn't I didn't really uh, really get exactly what it was from. But he has this armor now uh, and Ashi's still on his back and they're climbing up this pillar with what seems like maybe like um, uh, nerve endings or something like that. So he's climbing up this thing to try to get out. And Ashi tries to make Jack fall by, like, kicking her legs. But Jack saves her again at this point. And finally, they reach the top of this pillar, and they find this room. And it's filled with all these flying little creatures. And at the top of this uh, room, a hole opens up in the roof of, of it. It basically looks like a blowhole, right? Right. Uh. And Jack can see the sky, so that he knows that's the way out right there. But below this hole is a pool of a giant pool of acid. Uh, and Jack goes, "All right, seems easy enough. Just use the flying creatures to escape the giant monster, <laughs> while not falling into the pool of acid." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jack and uh, Ash, we get a, a scene here where they escape this creep the giant monster jack uses these flying creatures but there's like this other fl flying creature trying to eat them but they end up kind of escaping right at the last moment and you could tell it, if you know the original series it was clear that jack used his ability to jump good which was a whole episode where he learned to jump good uh from these people to get out of here because he jumps good gets out of the blowhole just as it's about to close do you remember that that episode, Jump Good? It's one of my favorite. Uh, no. It's got like the cavemen people who can jump really high through the trees, and they teach him how to jump good. They like put rocks on his back to teach him how. Yeah, it, go if go back and watch that episode. It's one of the best episodes of the original okay. series. Okay. Um. And when they get out of this thing, we realize, oh my gosh, they're like in a giant lake or maybe the ocean. Like they're no longer on land. So. But uh, they fall into the ocean as the giant creature swims away and Ashi's chains come loose. But Jack saves her from drowning because uh, she's knocked out and pulls them pulls them both onto shore of this 
onto land, we see. And Ashi wakes up and sees that Jack is sitting all alone, uh, a ways away from her. And uh, she grabs uh, this, uh, oh, the weapon, her weapon, because it was broken and she, uh, she was unchained at this point. She grabs the weapon and she's going up behind Jack to try to kill him. But she sees a, a ladybug fly by. Is that what you call them there? Yes, yes. Yeah. Or, or we call, uh, we don't call them ladybugs, but <laughs> we call them marihuana. But it's the same thing. But it stands for ladybug or something, right? Yes. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's other names for it in other countries, and I'm sure there's a technical name for it, but ladybugs would call them here. Yes. And she sees the ladybug. She has a flashback to, like, her childhood, and she remembers her mother uh, seeing a ladybug while she's training and her mother telling her the that this ladybug is not, um, is not part of Aku's order, and then the, the mother kills the ladybug right in front of... The, the two girls and Ashi Ashi watches the lady. We go back to, uh, out of the flashback and we see the ladybug land on Jack's hand and it kind of see, she's expecting Jack to smash the ladybug, but he lets it fly away, uh, letting it live. And Ashi realizes at this point, wow, Jack maybe isn't as evil as I've been told. So she, uh, Ashi drops the weapon and she kind of falls to her knees right here. And we pull out of this scene and we realize they're in the middle of the ocean on this tiny little island all alone in the middle. Uh, uh, totally. You can't see any land anywhere around them. So they're totally stranded on this island. And we go to credits. Mm. Yeah, I was not super surprised. I was not super surprised. I wasn't super impressed by this episode. I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was a throwback to the original um, where the other episodes were a lot different than the original. Uh, the one thing I thought was interesting, I think this island may be just another creature. If you look yeah. at the grass on the island, it kind of looks like hairs. Uh, hair, like uh, There's multiple hairs coming out and things like that. So seem like maybe this is just going to be another creature that you're going to have to fight in the next episode. But who knows? I could be wrong. I'm most I'm more surprised over Renee Young being married to. Why would uh, you be surprised by that? Dina. They've been dating forever. <laughs> I love pressing news. No, I I'm I'm not saying it's a big surprise. I mean, uh, I I uh, I, uh, I I like when people get married, and are happy. I think. Marriage is good for people that can be together. <laughs> so, I'm happy for Rene Young. But I was a little... Uh, I was like, whoa, they got married. That's... I didn't have, have heard any rumors about it. And suddenly, she she gave it out on Twitter. Uh, as uh, Dean Ambrose, as I'm to understand, he's a pretty private guy. As far as in his personal life, so yep, not uh, that doesn't really surprise me that they did it in a private setting. So yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I would give this episode a seven out of ten. 
Uh, I, I would go like uh, nine out of ten. I, I really like this episode. If you threw this episode in the in the middle of the original series, it would be it could stand alone. Where the other episodes, you would go, these are different than the original. But this one felt more uh, more traditional Samurai Jack to me, so that's why I liked it. Do you think we are going to see more of her? Do you think she's going to follow Samurai Jack now? Uh, what I think is, in the end of this, we're going to have happy Samurai Jack with a wife and a dog. Really? And she's Yeah, maybe white picket, white picket fence. Yeah. Think um, about it. He'll have the wolf. The wolf will come back, and he'll have the dog. And maybe at the end, they'll have a kid. So we'll have, like, the white picket fence, the wife, the dog, the kid, and Samurai Jack will be happy. And then the next season, I'm guessing, if they do another season, we'll be go back to the end of season four and we'll fill in everything that happened in between that makes right. sense and is she yep. the wife in my scenario yes okay Ooh. i like that scenario right she'll learn to love jack uh because he's actually been there for her and taking care of her and te- te- taught her uh all the things that you know uh her mother and everybody else hasn't taught her through her life and that uh, t- he'll teach her to be a good person. I think that's how it's going to go, but we'll see what happens. I could be wrong, but the only thing that really makes me think that is the wolf, because that makes th- that really would make it if it was like the three of them and then a- and they have a kid. That would be a great kind of wrap up to the to make the end of the show. So, uh, no, choose your own adventure because still isn't here. Uh, so we uh, skip right into. The plugs of the week. What do you want to plug? Um, let's see. I, I, uh, WestCoastWrestlingConnection.com. Go check it out. Uh, I guess another thing to plug. Uh, oh, I, I actually wanted to say something uh, interesting. Uh, okay. Somebody actually unfriended me on Facebook because of the title of our show last week. Because they said it was sexist. Uh... Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure why. I, I mean, they didn't really explain it, but they just said, what is this, sexist? And then I, they were no longer on my friends. But, of course, last week our show was called uh, Nipples Are Overrated. So for some reason they thought – they just instantly oh. went to sexism. Uh, this, this person obviously was uh, coming from a oh. – well, they were coming from a female perspective. Well, guess what? Men and women have nipples. So I want to promote uh, men and women having nipples. <laughs> and the funny thing is, we talk uh, in that segment where that is taken from, we talked about men nipples in that segment, didn't we? No, we were talking about uh, the movie and how the lady in the movie didn't have any. Oh, yeah. She was like a Barbie or whatever. But the thing is, I almost 100% can tell you that this person probably didn't listen to the show. They were just going off what the title said, and they uh, were like, well, obviously coming from maybe a feminist-type perspective, and they instantly thought, oh my gosh, you're saying that that women are, aren't as important, but maybe not considering the fact that women, uh, women aren't the only people that have nipples, so... It was just a silly. It's just a silly thing, and I was like, I don't really care. I haven't seen this person in years. Okay. Uh, like, 
they don't they're not like a I'm not concerned about it. It's just funny to me that somebody would see that title and instantly think that it was sexist. It's just hilarious to me. Yeah. I uh, I'm sorry if if we offend you, please write in. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. And if we really offended you, you should read a book about being not offended. You can go to oddballtrial.com slash another digital citizen, or as Luke says it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Next week, uh, we will talk about news, 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 news. Uh, We will talk about preactive program theory. What is this, Luke? Predictive programming theory. (laughs) That's close, bro, but but really, really, really far away, so... Okay, let me try that again. <laughs> you can try it again if you want, but... <clears throat> but yeah, we talked about it a little bit last week, uh, but I'll just go over what it is again. It's a theorized method of mass mind control uh, proposed that people are conditioned through works of fiction, meaning movies and books and things like that, to accept a planned future scenario. Um, so I guess if you were to go by this, the... Things like uh, all the you remember for a while there all we had all these end of the world movies. It seemed weird that all these movie houses were all making end of the world movies all at the same time. Yes. Do you remember this? Uh, that the, in this theory, it would it would be the power of suggestion. They're using it to kind of preempt uh, to psychologically prepare people for uh, the end of the world. It's the end of the world, as we know. And, I mean, there's other a lot of other things uh, that it has to do with, but that would be kind of just one example. So we'll go into that next week. Cool. Uh, what else are we doing uh, next week? Uh, we'll, of course, be doing more Eurovision. Uh, Woohoo! We're going to do another digital review of The Fate of the Furious. I'm not really sure if this is the final Fast and Furious or what, but it sounds like it should be by the title. And Samurai Jack episode 5. Out of 10. Right? At 10 episodes? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So we are at the halfway mark already. Right, yeah. That I'm, feels fast. I kind of... Yeah, we're at the halfway mark as far as episodes go. I'm thinking maybe the last two episodes will be on one day. But we'll see what happens. It might not oh. be. Yeah, that could be. They've done that before, so... Right, yeah. I I am guessing they will. Well, uh, from England, there's nobody to say goodbye, so goodbye, everybody. Uh, from United... Sorry. From United States and Norway, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.